0: In this episode of Social Media Secrets, we are gonna talk about what the heck to do when clients lowball you, when everybody says that your prices are too high, when people ask for discounts and are honestly driving you absolutely crazy and making you start to doubt your own abilities and services. Let's dive on in as soon as we cue that intro. Hey, I'm Rachel Peterson, marketing expert and queen of social media. The question entrepreneurs are always asking is how do I make social media work? How do I make money with social media for my clients and for myself? We're gonna break it down on this episode of Social Media Secrets. Hey guys, it's me, Rachel, and I'm super excited to talk about some powerful concepts about pricing because let me just tell you everybody experiences clients lowballing them. Everybody experiences clients saying your prices are too high. Rather, not clients, prospective clients. Um, Everybody gets ghosted by proposals. Everybody gets ghosted by prospects. Like this is a very normal part of the process. And I wanted to share with you some of the reasons why this happens and some of the things that you can do to improve this. And some of you guys I know who are listening to this right now are saying, yes, 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 Rachel, why are you inside of my brain? So the first thing that I want to share with you is that you never, ever, ever want to go into a sales opportunity, sending out a proposal, sending out opportunities for services, looking for affirmation or validation of who you are or your value or the worth that you inherently bring to the world. The reason for that is if you are always looking to a yes, to a deal, to a sale, to a client, to affirm who you are and the worth that you have in this world, you are always going to be disappointed and always feel like you're coming up empty. Second thing I want to share with you, Not all clients are meant to be yours. That's right, I'm giving you some serious freedom here. I feel like I'm directly speaking to certain people. If you're listening to this episode and you're like, yep, she's talking to me, I am. I'm talking directly to you. Not all clients are meant for you. And that is perfectly fine. Sometimes we get this belief that like every client is a good client and a right client for the season that we're in. When the truth is, it's kind of like dating with the purpose of potentially marriage. Not all dates are going to be the right fit, that's okay. And you might even have several really good dates that aren't the right fit. That's fine, you guys. The important thing to remember is not all clients are going to be right for you in every single season. The next thing that I want to share with you is that there are certain mechanisms that you can put into place that actually help you to be positioned as a higher ticket service provider. For example, having an application before the discovery call, uh, having a link for appointments like using Calendly or Acuity, either the free or the paid versions of those apps can support you with that that overall perception and appearance of being more high ticket. Some of the things like not using a Gmail account and instead having a domain-based email helps to improve the appearance of being a high ticket service provider. And then of course, making sure to check your spelling and grammar uh, across your emails is going to be a helpful part of this process. But there are a few things behind the scenes that are probably the most important when it comes to honestly charging what you're worth and then having clients say yes. And if they say no, you are able to walk away with confidence knowing that this has nothing to do with your value or worth in this world. Can you guys tell I get super heated and passionate about this? Because for so long, I walked around looking for validation of who I am based on the sales that I could or couldn't close. And if I can help one person listening to this episode today say like, nope, that's not going to be me anymore. Awesome. Great. Okay. This is it. Number one, you have to, have to, have to, have to, have to practice self-love affirmations. There are different ways that you can get self-love ingrained into your programming. It could be uh, it could be affirmations, it could be visualizations, it could be prayer, it could be hypnosis, it could be uh visualization, like there's a ton of different things that you can do. For me, self-love affirmations, specifically from Doxy and You Are Creators, have been the best. Doxy, I talk about Doxy all the time, that's D A U C H. S-Y, Doxy's self-love affirmations are a game changer. Once I started to realize that I truly, really, really loved myself, that's when we went from being able to charge $3,500 uh, per month to then 6500 per month, then 12500 per month. And now we charge six figures for consulting for a reason. And it's because first and foremost, I learned to love myself and not let that self-love and self-worth be conditional based on what sales I do or do not close. The second big thing that I have to share with you guys today, this is so, so, so important is that you have to get your place in yourself into a quality money mindset. Now you've probably heard this thrown around sometimes so much so that if you're anything like me you're rolling your eyes you're like ugh money mindset i'm sick of hearing about this okay but here's the thing you guys i used to be skeptical about this as well and what was mind blowing for me is that money mindset was actually the reason why i was looking at some of my competitors who were doing 10 times the amount that we were producing it was it had nothing to do with the work that we were putting out there it had nothing to do with the quality of Our services, it had nothing to do with our testimonials, our case studies, anything like that. We had bigger platforms. We had uh, larger lists. We had greater opportunities. But because my mindset about money was limited, I was continually hitting this self-imposed glass ceiling over and over and over and over again. So what's so crazy is you have to take control of your money mindset. Now, sometimes you'll hear people talk about money mindset and they'll be like, go splurge, go buy X, Y, and Z and all these things. That's in and of itself can actually be a really irresponsible money mindset. But instead, if you get comfortable with talking about money, if you get comfortable with handling money and budgeting money and respecting money and not feeling the need to say goodbye to all of the money the second that it touches your bank account, All of those things are indications of a healthy money mindset. If you are always talking about money in an unhealthy way, it's consuming your thoughts. It's something you're either afraid of or obsessed with. That's a good sign that money mindset hasn't kicked in fully. Money is not something to obsess over. Money is just a resource. It is a magnifier. It is something that can either uh, make, make something brighter or it can... I guess magnify. Like the dark side of something. So money is just a magnifier. Whatever state you're already in. More money is just going to be an amplifier. Of that state. So if you're lonely when you're poor. You're going to be lonely when you're rich. If you are cranky when you're poor. You're going to be cranky when you're rich. If you're greedy when you're poor. You're going to be greedy when you're rich. If you are generous when you're poor you're gonna be generous when you're rich. If you are kind when you're poor, you're gonna be kind when you're rich. Money doesn't change people, it's just that you finally see who they truly were. And even some of those things right there, there are some amazing powerful breakthroughs I've had with Money Mindset. I'm gonna share with you guys a ton of resources right here, right now, because I get really passionate and excited about this I wish I had known so much sooner that money is a good, wonderful, awesome resource that we can use to change the world and that I needed to overcome my own limitations, my own self-imposed glass ceiling so that we could hire more people, support more families, reach more people, and honestly change the world. Okay, so number one, Excuse my future incoming language. We've got, first and foremost, a book, You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. You guys will notice a lot of the books that have to do with money mindset have swear words in the titles, and I think it's because it's a pattern interrupt. So do not listen to most of these books uh, on speaker if you don't like your littles to hear uh, profane words. So if there's a swear word in the title, there's going to be swear words in the books. Little known fact, did you know that if a book has a swear word in the title, that's a good sign that there's going to be a swear word in the book? and that's actually how they're preparing you for it. It's kind of fascinating. Okay, second book is get rich lucky page by denise duffield thomas so good and i love how like kind and upbeat and cheerful she is throughout the book so i've taken portions of each of those books and it has been incredibly helpful i'm going to share with you guys a few more books that i have absolutely loved and i'm also going to pull up a list of different money mindset books uh, in case you aren't jiving with the ones that i'm sharing so the third one that i want to share with you is and this is one of my faves is secrets of the millionaire mind by t harv ecker so we've got You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. We've got Get Rich, Lucky Bitch by Denise Duffield Thomas. We've got Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker. The next book I want to share with you, this is one that I read like seven years ago. And this was kind of wild because seven years ago, I bought this book for like, I think it was 25 cents at Goodwill. And this book, you guys, this is going to be mind blowing. I bought this book for 25 cents at Goodwill and it's called The Millionaire Next Door. And it talks about how millionaires are oftentimes some of the most thrifty people you're going to find. Kind of crazy, right? Um, but The Millionaire Next Door by Thomas J. Stanley and William D. Danko. Phenomenal book. I'm going to share one more, but I am going to add an asterisk to the ones that I'm going to share moving forward. Some people love these, some people don't love these, okay? So let's be super clear that I'm sharing all of these with asterisks based on uh, some of the behavior thoughts uh movements from some of these authors okay so fair enough do you guys recognize that i'm saying i don't agree with everything that these people share and actually i don't agree with everything that all of these authors that i've been sharing uh share so it's kind of good to know but let's go ahead and dive on in the first is a little bit in some ways outdated but there's still some awesome stuff that we can take from it it's called think and grow rich by napoleon hill Yes, there are better books than Think and Grow Rich, but some people are like, you have to include that if you're going to share a list of money mindset. There are some really good tips inside that book, but just keep in mind that it's not exactly the most original work of art, but that's okay. The next one is The Richest Man in Babylon by George uh, S. Klassen. Amazing book. And then after that, we are going to go to uh, Money Master the Game by Tony Robbins. And finally, Profit First by Mike Michalowicz reading these books is going to change the game for you, but I'm going to add one more layer because there's one more thing uh in here. Okay. I hope you guys are loving this episode because I'm having fun. I'm geeking out. Can you tell I get really passionate about empowering people with money conversations? Okay. The other side of it is actually diving into the NLP and sales psychology side of things. So you can work on your money mindset and also be working on showing up in a way that feels higher ticket. So I'm going to share with you guys some of the best books about um, sales psychology, uh, kind of pricing uh, psychology. Okay, you guys ready for this? We're going to have some fun here. So the first one is Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. I had the amazing opportunity of interviewing Chris on my YouTube channel. He is uh, one of the world's leading hostage negotiations experts, and he teaches you very applicable techniques to support yourself with negotiations, sales, etc. So you know exactly what to say when people come back and counter or try to lowball you. The next book that I'm going to share with you is Predictably Irrational. Uh, I can't remember who that book is by, but Predictably Irrational is an amazing book about uh, how to handle Pricing so that people are less likely to question your pricing. Uh, Dan Kennedy also has an amazing book. It's called the No BS Price Strategy. I've read a portion of this book, and I love it. I'm just going to straight up say I love this book because it's really helpful for me in understanding the way that people view pricing because I just thought it was simple and straightforward. It's not. It's wildly irrational, actually, which is kind of fascinating. So if you've enjoyed this episode and you want to learn more about high-ticket clients, secrets. We are releasing a new training inside of the social click all about attracting high ticket clients. If you want to jump on into my mentorship and mastermind program to learn about attracting high ticket clients and closing them, head on over to click For Life. That's C-L-I-Q-U-E-F-O-R-L-I-F-E.com. Fill out an application and just keep in mind, we accept 14 to 16% of people who apply. So we keep it tight intentionally. And if you're a good fit, I look forward to hearing from you. I'll catch you guys in the next episode of Social Media Secrets. Bye for now.